From the campus of Northern Illinois University, you're listening to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Aaron Williams is our guest tonight. He's the core of the Aaron Williams Band, based in Chicagoland. He's got a couple of albums out and has been hard at work playing shows and promoting his craft. We'll hear some songs from his latest album tonight, as well as a couple of older tunes as well. We'll also talk with Aaron about the future of the music industry and some of the benefits that the Internet can offer to up-and-coming musicians like himself. The Internet has rocked music so hard in such a profound way. I think it's a powerful tool. we got to find that balance. There's got to be some way where we can utilize that, where artists can be rewarded for their great work while also having this freedom of us being able to discover their work in the first place. It's Aaron Williams of the Aaron Williams Band tonight on Sessions from Studio A from WNIJ in DeKalb. Welcome to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. Aaron Williams of the Aaron Williams Band is our guest tonight. He's based out of Chicago and takes his craft very seriously. We'll talk with him about some of his recordings, his aspirations, and his advice to other up-and-coming artists. Now, Aaron is here for a solo acoustic performance, but I'd like to start by giving you an idea of what his full band sounds like. We'll hear a track from his latest album, The Art of Electricity. This is Soul by the Aaron Williams Band on Sessions from Studio A.
by the Aaron Williams Band, a track from their latest album, The Art of Electricity. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and Aaron Williams is here to do a solo acoustic performance for us. We'll hear some more music in just a bit. Fans of uh, late 80s, early 90s rock can probably guess some of Aaron's influences going by that last tune we just heard. Uh, And we'll talk with Aaron about some of his influences in uh, just a little bit here. Aaron is in the studio with me now. Aaron, why don't you introduce yourself to our listening audience? My name is Aaron Williams. It's good to be here. I'm uh, the lead singer and guitar player for the Aaron Williams Band. I'm also a guitarist in a new project called uh, The X-Files. That uh, is a new album that I'm recording right now. I graduated from Columbia College uh, not too long ago, and ever since then I've been recording and performing music as much as I possibly can. I've recorded two full-length albums, one up at Pachyderm Studios up in Minnesota, which is an amazing studio, and uh, what the next one here, The Art of Electricity, my new one, has been recorded uh, down in Chicago at Groovemaster Studios with producer Johnny K, which was also an amazing experience. And uh, just been promoting my original music. Um, I don't play covers, really. I don't play in a cover band, and I haven't done that kind of thing. And uh, just been promoting my original stuff ever since uh, I started playing guitar when I was 16 years old. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to talk about each of those albums, uh, what's different about those two, and then I want to talk about your influences as well. But let's hear some music Tell us about this uh, song you're going to play for us, Lonely Feeling. Lonely Feeling is a song that was one of my most recent tunes that I played today. And uh, I'm doing a record with a really good friend of mine. His name is Michael Hayes. And um, it's kind of like a Fleet Foxes, Simon and Garfunkel kind of thing. Very folky, but rock element. And uh, completely based on huge harmonies. And uh, so... And it's called The X-Files, EX, like ex-girlfriend. So all the songs are songs that we have taken from the past and brought to the present uh, that were weeping songs about our ex-girlfriends who broke our hearts, (laughs) reconstructed them into something that was actually usable. And it's been, at first it was a goofy idea. Oh, this could be fun. Let's do this. But it turned into something really serious and beautiful. I mean, the songs are (laughs) incredible and he brought four songs to the table, as did I. So we're recording an eight-song album right now. Should be out this year. And uh, Lonely Feeling was the only song I wrote for the album. The other three songs were already written, done, and I brought to the to the front. But Lonely Feeling I wrote for this record, and uh, the lyrics were old poems that I had in high school. And I just took like lines from like old poems from high school and, and constructed a beautiful lyrical song, in my opinion, out of my high school self's whiny love letter I mean some of them some of the lyrics were from notes not even lyrics or poems notes being passed in class and I thought it was an interesting thing and the way it built it's very sophisticated in my opinion I don't know how that happened but it's it's beautiful I love that song and the other thing I love about that song it has many parts to it it's not it's kind of two songs in one and um, yeah Lonely Feeling turned out really well and you didn't get to hear it today with Mike singing but when there's harmonies there and all that it sounds even better I think All right, let's hear it. This is Aaron Williams performing Lonely Feeling on Sessions from Studio A. There's millions of lonely stars They don't seem as far as you do to me tonight Love leads us strange places and takes it all away Like you did to me today And a kiss that I'll miss Only bitter tears when my lips, yeah Yeah, 
Ah, this lonely world Ah, this lonely world breaking through The dark, ah, this lonely world Ah, this lonely world breaking us This lonely world This lonely world This lonely world This lonely world Ah, my heart band performing Lonely Feeling in Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson. This is Sessions from Studio A, and Aaron Williams is in the studio with me now. Now, Aaron, I know you take your art very seriously. Uh, You're performing. What was it that made you uh, go from just a casual musician into actually wanting to do this full-time, professionally, all music? Well, what happened was um, I did a... I was an engineer at Columbia, and I had Pro Tools and some really nice microphones and AKG 414, and that's pretty much all you need is some sure mics and some AKG mics, and I had that. And uh, a lot of the uh, co-students that I had, my fellow students that lived in the dorms with me, uh, sold a lot of their microphones to me for, you know, so they can get food or pay their rent or bills or whatever. So I bought a lot of mics, nice mics, for really cheap, and I recorded an album in Rogers Park, Chicago, when I lived up there in uh, my kitchen, literally. And uh, we toured for that album and it actually landed um over two twenty thousand sales in australia somehow some way and i've never been to australia don't know anybody from australia uh never toured australia but uh, somehow some way through the grapevine of the internet <laughs> i started getting sales on this kitchens recorded demo album that i did and ever since then you know some I got a good amount of money from that, and that got me the opportunity to record my first real record, The Everwinding Road. And um, that was cool. And then there was a, a guy in Nashville who uh, kind of took me under his wing, and um, Chad was his name, Chad Weston. And he, uh, he kind of funded me and helped me some financial stuff as well to get this record off the ground. And that was how it all kick-started. And from then, it's just been a snowball effect. I can't do everything that I want to do in music, you know? So that's kind of how it started, you know, going to Columbia and learning a lot of music about music, uh, either playing or just listening. I mean, so much great music I was introduced to just going to that school and all the students that uh, I met there. So I would guess after I graduated Columbia and that snowball effect happened, that's really when it really started getting going. All right, well, let's hear another song. This next one is Ash. Tell us about this one. Ash is... um a, the single off of the Art Electricity album. But Ash uh, is uh, a cool song because um, we got Stuby from Lucky Boys Confusion and Pat Gilroy from uh, Super Happy Fun Club to do the gang vocals in the recording. And I wanted to have those gang vocals in there because uh, the, the point of the song is, excuse me, <clears throat> the point of the song is it's about, uh, it happens to everybody. When you get out of a relationship and you kind of just hit, lose that, confidence that you're ever gonna you know you just don't you don't even care about being in a relationship anymore it's not even a priority you kind of don't even want to go there because you just experience so much heartache and you know how much effort it is and you put so much effort into something else that you know didn't materialize really so you kind of get put in the state of limbo over the next couple years at least it did for me I didn't date again for a long time but uh I dated I didn't really have a girlfriend but you know I went out a lot and you know I just did my thing and I was playing music and so Ash is kind of about being in that state of limbo where you, you know, you want to, you don't want to be lonely. You don't want to not be in relationships. You know, relationships are, are great. And, but you know, you always just keep going on to the next and keep getting, not getting necessarily bored, but keep getting, uh, 
full of anxiety about it and kind of scared about what could be presented on the table here. Whenever anything got to that level with me over the next couple of years, I bailed. I jumped ship immediately. Like, I don't know if it was out of fear or, you know, whatever. But, you know, whenever anything got anything time serious, I always came up with multiple excuses why I needed to get out. And that's what Ash is about. And it's not a good feeling. It's kind of a terrible feeling. And that's why the lyrics of the song are, are amazing to me because it kind of is that transcent of uh, being almost labeled as a scumbag you're not you know you could be looked on the outside as what's this guy doing you know jumping around womanizing or whatever but from a man's standpoint i was protecting myself and like maybe i shouldn't have been jumping into relationships at that time that's addressed in the song and uh and it's kind of like all these thoughts and feelings you have when you're in this state of mind and that's what ash is about the lyric goes she's ash in my coffee but i'll drink her anyway you know she's the face that reminds me of what burns and blows away like every day and I think that's the lyric that kind of ties the whole song together to give that feeling of you're really striving for something great, but you know it's not going to get there until you open yourself up and allow it to come in. And uh, and it's funny because you know I just uh, got engaged to a girl named Ashley, and uh, she's the one that kind of broke me out of that. <laughs> so the song's not a bit here, but that's kind of weird. All right, this is Aaron Williams performing Ash on Sessions from Studio A. More often than the changing seasons burning through your year, burning through your year. It's there to discover one love after another. Get caught out on the line. That's fine. Gotta get what's mine. That's when she comes around Without a doubt it all goes down It's time to start believing Yeah, yeah, she's ash in my coffee I drink her anyway Face to remind me Burns and blows away Like every day, yeah, yeah Heartbreak holds us swinging to that new beat. Shake down that lonely street one last time. In the end, what's mine? Hot fashion disillusion added up to two days. Standard of confusion. My, my, gotta get what's mine. That's when she comes around Without a doubt it all goes down Time to start believing Yeah, yeah, she's in my coffee I drink her anyway to remind me what burns and blows away Like every day, yeah, yeah, yeah Do you know what I mean? Passions, anxieties To set to sunrise With our hearts on the line No flesh off my back No head to the floor No down on one knee Begging you Oh, yes Fish in my coffee I drink her anyway Place to remind me Burns and blows away Like every day Yeah, yeah, yeah Beautiful lady Breathing her glory Same old story Ash in my coffee Oh, well, I need a... Oh, yeah. 
performing Ash on Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, reminding you you can find links to Aaron Williams as well as all the artists that we feature on our website. That's WNIJ.org. You can also find videos and podcasts of performances there. We'll continue with more of our session with Aaron Williams when Sessions from Studio A continues from WNIJ in DeKalb. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, and Aaron Williams of the Aaron Williams Band is in the studio with us. He's from Chicago. He's been playing a couple tunes for us, doing a couple acoustic tunes, and we heard a song from his latest album as well. We'll hear more music in just a moment. Aaron, tell us about this next one, Everybody Loves My Baby. Uh, Everybody Loves My Baby is an X-Files song, kind of like Lonely Feeling, and uh, that's one of the tunes that was brought back from the past. Um, I was... uh, let me think about this for a second. I was a junior in college, and uh, I lived with my really good friend, Tom Bly, and he was in a band with me at the time. He was a drummer, and uh, him and I were our great pals even to this day. I mean, I don't see him as much as I'd love to, but we lived together and threw these incredible, incredible college parties. I mean, they were really epic, and we were getting older at that time. I mean, I went into college two years after most people do in their lives, so I was getting you know a little older. And we threw these huge college parties, you know, and uh, we didn't expect it, but the whole dormitories of like two colleges downtown just <laughs> piled right into our apartment. And they're all like 18 years old. And we're, you know, 24, 25 years old at this point. And we're like, okay. So I was foolish enough to date one of them. <laughs> That's where everybody loves my baby comes in. Cause she was, she was a really beautiful girl and everybody loved her. Everybody, she walked into a room and people would just be like, that's my girlfriend. I'd be like, what? No. (laughs) So she was just very strong personality, very beautiful girl. And uh, she was really, really young. She had her whole life ahead of her. She was not in that mindset at all. So everybody loves my baby is exactly that. It's about a girl who is probably just entering the adult world. And uh, she's very beautiful. And every guy in the face of this, there's tongues are hanging out drooling. And uh, for somehow, I'm the one that got to date her. (laughs) Fun times. (laughs) All right, this is Aaron Williams performing Everybody Loves My Baby on Sessions from Studio A. There's a house in my heart long been forsaken Girl, you are on my mind But when I needed you the most You were so hard to find There you are can understand why you're leaving now It's cause you walk through this world Darling, everybody loves my baby And even though she told me she loves me I know she'll get along Long after I'm gone Long after I'm gone I never knew that you had That kind of humor Cause now Joke's on me Had I known I Depending on something that was never meant to be There you are Can't understand why you're leaving now It's cause you walk through this world Darling, everybody loves me 
performing Everybody Loves My Baby on Sessions from Studio A. Now, Aaron, let's talk about those two albums that you mentioned earlier. Tell me about your first album. Um, the Everwinding Road was recorded at Pachyderm in Minnesota, at uh, Cannon Falls, Minnesota. Uh, it's famed for having recorded a Wilco album in utero. Nirvana's in utero was recorded there, which was really cool. I mean, they have monuments of Nirvana all over that place. And uh, it was owned by a good friend of mine, Matthew Mueller, who has, has since passed away, unfortunately. But he was a great friend who owned the studio. He bought it. And uh, at the time when I was looking for places to record, I was going to do it here in Chicago. And actually, I forgot to mention, I recorded half of it at Rack's Tracks with Rick Barnes in Chicago, too. And uh, so, But I did the drums and the bass and the foundations of the songs here in Chicago at Rack's Tracks. And then I got a hold of Matthew. And he's told me about his studio and I was like I'm gonna go check it out so I drove up there actually got blown alternator when I was driving there it took it was a very long trip to get up there but uh I got up there and I checked out the studio and it was really cool because the studio is kind of tucked in the woods and there's like this mansion right next to it that's really old I mean the mansion is just ancient and just giving more ancientness of it uh, the way it's heated is there's water in the floors that's how the whole place is heated and it's really scary at night when you're sleeping there by yourself I mean it makes so much noise but so I checked out the studio, and Matthew was just such a great guy. I met him, you know, a long time ago in Madison. He was in a band called Fungus Among Us we played with. And uh, after we recorded that up there, I went down to uh, a sound emporium in Nashville, Tennessee, and had it mixed there. And the great thing about the sound emporium is some of my favorite artists recorded their records there, R.E.M., Bela Fleck, Alison Krauss, Robert Plant, and now the Alabama Shakes just did their last record there. So it was... It's just great experience being in those studios and of that caliber who have that, that rich a history. And the engineers that worked on my albums are the same engineers that worked on those other records too. So it was cool just hearing stories about Wilco and Nirvana and like going in these studios. And um, right before my session at the Sound Emporium was Elvis Costello mixing his record. And they brought in all this furniture, like rented furniture for him. It looked like a, the studio looked like an apartment. There's a bed, there's a couch, and it was all, you know, for Elvis Costello. And when I got down there, the first day of mixing, I was sick. I got food poisoning, man. And uh, I slept on Elvis Costello's couch, probably the same one he passed out on the night before. <laughs> nice. Uh, so tell us about the second album then. So then The Art of Electricity was brought upon by a number of reasons. I got a bunch of uh, financial backing from a lot of different things over the course of The Everwinding Road. People... You know, a lot of the connections I made bore a lot of fruit for me financially to do this next record. And um, my grandfather on my dad's side, my, my dad's dad, is uh, 
best friends with Johnny Cade's dad. And they grew up together in the south side of Chicago. Now, uh, I visited his studio when I was going to Columbia because I was going to sound engineering, and obviously that connection was made. And we went and visited his studio and checked it out. But that was, you know, four years before I actually got in there and did anything. I don't think he was, he had works with these higher caliber artists. I mean, I was just a college student and he was busy with, uh, you know, all the other great artists that he was working on. So uh, I didn't really get an opportunity to do it then. But once uh, I got this financial backing and, you know, a lot of connections were made in the business that have, of Equal and people that he's worked with and produced that I know really well. And um, he produced it. I mean, he did it great. I mean, he actually produced the album. He mixed the album, which which was great. He didn't engineer it while we were recording. We had, you know, engineers there. But all the pre-production, he really put in a lot of great ideas for our songs. And um, in the post-production, he mixed it really. I mean, you're going to hear it. It's just the greatest mix ever. So I was very, very proud and very happy with how the record turned out. And Johnny K is a wizard. He's amazing. He's very creative. He got a lot of great songs. He, he's one of those producers that is a writer. You know, most producers have to write. That's like the part of being the producer. And he's really good at it. He's a great ear. And uh, he transformed. I mean, many of the songs stayed the same, but the songs that he did transform a little are 10 times better songs now. That's awesome. Well, let's hear another song here. Uh, tell us about this next one It's All Right. Uh, it's All Right is about anxiety. It's about people who overanalyze things. It's about, it's about, I mean, I shouldn't say people, it's about us that overanalyze things. You know, we the people. <laughs> Human beings, we, we, we overthink everything. That's why everything's so damn messed up. We can't just accept what can be. Just let it be. We always have to change and make it better, and, like, that's a good thing. It makes things evolve, and it makes things better, but it also creates this incredible anxiety of always trying to achieve that and always trying to evolve and always trying to make things bigger and better in all aspects of life constantly, and it's stressful, and it creates anxiety, and um, I think that song is literally finding your place of peace while you're, while you're walking through your everyday life, and uh, my place of peace is music. Some other play, people's place of, music, of peace might be uh, a frappuccino. <laughs> Some people's pe peaceful place might be uh, watching their TV show they watch every week that they're freaking out about. And um, I think It's All Right is kind of my anthem of stepping back and looking at life as a whole and stop being so inner about it. Because, you know, you're, you're just a, a small speck on a big rock flying through a billion of whatever. And it's just like, you got to really put in perspective here. It's fine. <laughs> get over it that's pretty much it yeah that's it's all right all right well this is aaron williams performing it's all right on sessions from studio a cj cop in your head yeah on a little fence I've been held up lots of times on things such as this I put my life on the line I got all my stuff in the way That's how I freed my mind, my friends I put the pieces of the rabbit at bay Now that I learned to clear my head feel so much more the wise No more thoughts on fire Reigniting up in my mind It's not hard to find that place to get away how I freed my mind, my friends I put the pieces of the rabbit at bay Yeah, it's alright It's all in your mind Yeah, it's alright I'm talking on the table But the words that you saw are not my own Speaking like a roller coaster In its own dialects I put that shit to bed And I never felt so weak how I feed my mind, my friends I put the pieces of the rabbit at bay Yeah, whoa, it's alright See your mind, yeah, it's alright Leave alone, my little rabbits Leave alone, my little rabbits yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's All Right on Sessions from Studio A. Reminder, you can find a link to Aaron Williams as well as all of the artists that we feature on our website. That's WNIJ.org. There you'll also find videos and podcasts of performances. We'll continue with more of our session with Aaron Williams when Sessions from Studio A continues from WNIJ and DeKalb. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host, and Aaron Williams of the Aaron Williams Band is in the studio with us tonight. He's uh, based out of Chicago. We've been hearing some acoustic performances from him. He's got a couple of albums out. And uh, Aaron, I just want to ask you, what's your kind of trajectory, your your career, uh, <laughs> what you have in mind? My Since I, was, since I started this thing, I always just wanted to make and create and get it out there and maybe create something that outlives me, you know? And that's what I've always done. The, the dollar signs have come because I live in America and that's just how it happens, you know? That sometimes, somehow, there's a dollar sign just slapped right on your back. But that's never been the goal for me. The goal is to create something that's going to inspire people to do great things. That's why I wrote, for example, I wrote a song called Promised Land on my last record that I performed. And, um, I, when I was writing the lyrics, like the, the riff was so heavy and thick, especially in the recording, and when I got the band to do it, the sound was so huge that I kind of got this vibe of uh, people going to job interviews. They're going to a really stressful meeting or a stressful something they got to do in their work and is putting in that scene and slamming out and screaming that song into the air in their car on the drive there. And that's that's what I want. I want someone to connect to a song or a record and have it be the song they do when they're going to their job interview. That's the song I always listen to when they, or the song they listen to when they get ready in the morning or whatever. I just want to have something that affects people like that or inspires them to even start playing music or inspire them to go see live music more. Like, oh, we just saw this awesome band. I want to go see live music more. Whatever that inspiration is, that's the ultimate goal. Money is just a big pain in the butt when it comes to it all because that's not really the point. But, uh, you know, we live in a society where it is kind of the point. So how do we manage that? You know, shamelessly, always put yourself out there. It's not like when you're sitting there at, at a family party, you got to sit there and talk about yourself. I mean, there's, there's, there's a subtleness to it. But you always, if you're at your shows and you're playing, don't stop playing. Don't get off the stage and go straight to the bar and get wasted with your friends and high five everybody. Like Get off the stage, get emails promote your music talk about your music that's why you're there i mean there's a time and place for everything but i think bands forget that a gig is a job it's it's your night to shine it's your night to get your stuff out there it's not a night to drink with your friends and get completely wasted and sleep in the alley which we've all done the point is to you know get a bunch of strangers into what you're doing and then start that wildfire you know Absolutely. Well, we're going to hear that song you just mentioned. Uh, This is Aaron Williams performing Promised Land on Sessions from Studio A. Steps in line upside their egos 
in love Maybe next time you won't get burned Catch me if you can Send through to the promised land No wrecking Chicago performing Promised Land on sessions from Studio A. I'm Carl Nelson, your host. We've got time for another song or two here. Uh, the next one is Lightning Bolt. Aaron, can you tell us about this one? All right. Now, this is about my girlfriend, fiance. This is the one that uh, it was such a beautiful melody line that I thought was, was brought to this song. And uh, it was very poppy. It's very it's a shorter song and it's just socks it to you and it's that's a song that uh, I believed could have radio potential and could have um, you know that people could um, really attach to with its catchiness that was a really catchy tune and um, I wanted to write a love song I don't do it very often the X-Files is weird because I brought back these old songs of sappy girlfriends so it sounds like I'm writing all these love songs but I really really don't write a lot of straight up I love you songs and this is one of them, though. And this is this was for my fiance. And Lightning Bolt um, was written on a road trip that her and I were doing. To um, gosh, I don't even remember where we were going, but uh, I was I, right at the cusp of singing this song in the studio, and I was kind of nervous about it because I didn't know what it was about. I knew it was called Lightning Bolt. I had the chorus, and I had ideas of of. Uh, lyrics but they're just really cheesy love songs can be really cheesy and that's why I don't write them because I can't give it to them without just being like all right that's just ridiculous you know it's like the Beatles she loves you yeah yeah it's beautiful song not making fun of the Beatles love the Beatles but I didn't want it to be she loves you yeah 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 I want it to be a little bit more than that so I had a really hard time figuring how how to get that across until you know I was just like well when I went on this trip with this, you know, amazing girl and I just kind of just wrote it about her and boom. I was very very proud of uh how it came out in the end. And in my opinion, it was the uh the greatest song of my voice on the record. I think my voice sounds really good on it because you know, it has a great meaning to me now. You know, I didn't know she was going to be my fiance at the time, but she is now, you know, it's cool. So Lightning Bolt was a love song about you know, a girl that I really liked that I hadn't been in a relationship in a long time, and I kind of took advantage of that when I was writing this song. All right, this is Aaron Williams performing Lightning Bolt on Sessions from Studio A. Tick-tock through the night In a California bed holding a tight Nights I can stand alone And not embrace the hours compensate Last night was a blur All except for her Electricity Whoa, whoa, oh yeah Really scored Lining bolts 
is alive in a lifetime of a dirty little love is all right by me in debt to the face how my sweet love awaits her electricity whoa whoa oh yeah really scored lining boats whoa whoa yo Like a lightning bolt, oh yeah, ignite my world, baby. Yeah, lightning bolts. What about in this tired, monotonous world? This sophisticated girl. She's my reggae of the worries Feels so good to be back into the arms Girl, you strike me That's Aaron Williams performing Lightning Bolt on Sessions from Studio A. And we got time for one more song. We'll hear another uh, album track from his latest album, The Art of Electricity, the Aaron Williams Band. Uh, this one is Feeling Okay on Sessions from Studio A. from their latest album, The Art of Electricity, and Feeling Okay is the name of the song. Aaron was our guest tonight on Sessions from Studio A. Aaron, thank you so much for coming in and performing for us. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate being here. This, this, this is a lot of fun. I like playing in that room. It's great acoustics. 
Aaron Williams was recorded in Studio A at WNIJ's studios in DeKalb. You'll find a link to the music of Aaron Williams as well as all the artists we feature on our website, WNIJ.org. There you'll also find videos and podcasts of performances. Sessions from Studio A was produced and hosted by yours truly. I'm Carl Nelson. You can follow along with what goes on in Studio A by following us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Sessions WNIJ. We're also always looking for the next artist to feature. Drop us a line at sessions at niu.edu. Until next time, this is Sessions from Studio A from WNIJ in DeKalb. Love and love.